Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. Good morning, everybody. Just a little after 7 o'clock, live here on WGR Sports Radio 550. It is the Tee to Green Golf Show. Every Saturday, your spot for local golf talk here in western New York. And we are live and on the air. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Kevin Sylvester is on the road for PGA Tour Radio uh, covering the Rocket Mortgage Classic. We'll be checking in with Kevin in just a little bit. Welcome to July. Happy 4th of July weekend, everybody. Thanks for being with us here. We've got a jam-packed show as we are live from one of our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club here in North Tonawanda on Tonawanda Creek Road. As uh, We've got a lot to get to here. We've got lots of guests. Steve Beatty from Custom Turf, one of our presenting sponsors going to join us at 715 jeff kamian one of the tournament directors from the international junior masters at east aurora country club which just had a great event this past week going to join us at 725 kevin sylvester from the rocket mortgage classic at 745 uh, so we've got those guests lined up uh, we may also get a chance to speak with don schneider the head pga pro here at pendleton creek we'll get our check of the pga tour leaderboard our western new york pga tip of the week Ryder cup report champions tour report our uh, fantasy update, we just got a, another set of winners from June. Our Duster Challenge registration is off and running. Got a lot to get to here in an hour. Jeff, yeah. good morning. Yeah, good morning. Another beautiful day in western New York to play golf. I've been, uh, I got family out west that are enduring that crazy heat wave, and I, I wake up this morning and think this is absolutely perfect day to play golf. It is. It's uh, a little chillier. It's nice to... I, I, Got the pants on this morning. Yeah, you got the little vest. You're looking good. Looking I know. Good. You always look good, though, Brian. Thank you. You dress for the role you want, tour player. That's right. Or yes. radio, that too. That's right. <laughs> our, our Donald Ross uh, clothing here taking care of us here on WGR. We're live here at uh, Pendleton Creek Golf Club uh, where they had a big event here last night. The owners, the new owners, we've been here a few times, uh, had their grand opening of the pub, and there was a band, and there was food, and there was a bounce house. You, yeah. get a, you get a band, a bounce house, and booze all together. That, that's, oh. that's a good combination. Yeah, the parents can pawn off the kids to the <laughs> side. That's why. I, I've got kids. I know how that works. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like a good night. Yeah, I saw the pictures. It looked like a fun time. They have put a lot of... A lot of effort into making this place better. They've really done a nice job. Yep. we uh, Some of the owners are actually uh, getting themselves ready to tee off themselves. One is on the tee. Tim and uh, Jim's ready to play here, too. But, no, we had a great time here last night. And um, if you don't know, Pendleton Creek Golf Club, we changed the name from Tantara, the, the owners did here. Uh, but the pub is now open to the public, and uh, you can come on by whenever you'd like. Even if you're not a golf member here, you can come in and enjoy the pub. It's, it's a cool spot. If you've never been here, Jeff, it's... Cool bar. It's, a, it's an old barn that's been renovated and 
horse stables are in there. They still have some of the stuff hanging on the walls from when the horses were in there, but uh, now it's a bar and restaurant. Yeah, and it, it's a really cool space and a good place to watch golf on a Sunday afternoon, I would imagine, with all the TVs they got and everything else. Yeah, they've done a, they've done a very nice job, and it's nice to see uh, the nice to see the business become invigorated with new ownership. Absolutely. So uh, Pendleton Creek is where we are here, and uh, we'll have even a little bit more course information as well here uh, throughout the hour. If you'd like some more info here on Pendleton Creek, here at Pendleton Creek, but uh, we've got a lot to get to, as I said, custom turf interview. International Junior Masters, Kevin at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, Tip of the Week, PGA Tour Leaderboard, Champions Tour Report, all that and more here coming up here along the way as we broadcast live here on Tee to Green. But uh, let's start with some of the headlines on the PGA Tour. Uh, and to no surprise, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau seem to be he- headlining it again. And it has nothing to do with the golf itself going on, Jeff. The day before the tournament starts on uh, Wednesday afternoon, Bryson DeChambeau and his caddy Tim Tucker, uh, according to reports, mutually part ways. Mm-hmm. That means we had a big argument. Yeah, <laughs> they're not getting along. I couldn't yeah. figure out what happened. And, you know, normally I don't think that makes that big of a deal if a player gets rid of his caddy or changes caddies. I mean, it happens. It happens in golf. You know, it, I think because of the Bryson D- and then Brooks Kepka responds to it which I like Brooks Kepka. I like the feud between them. I think it's fun. I think he might have went a little far. Like, he's really trying to poke Bryson right now. But I don't think this makes that big of a news if it's not Bryson, if it's not Bryson and Brooks, if it's not. And sometimes I wonder if these guys are trying to be in the media more, especially Brooks with his response to get some of that bonus pool money that they're talking about for your social media presence. That's but, right. Um, your brand and your... Uh what your your player involvement in terms of uh, social media awareness, fan interaction, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, so Bryson lets his him and his caddy separate. Tim but, Tucker, but his caddy. It's I got to think that's one of the more difficult caddy positions on the PGA Tour. I mean, the hours he spends, he's there. You know, late night under the lights. He's there super early in the morning. Caddy's got to be there for all that. You know, and he's doing all these crazy things with his his equipment and everything else, running around. And um, it, it's it's probably a pretty demanding job being the caddy for Bryson. DeChambeau, as opposed to, a, 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 I hate to use the word normal, but a, a regular tour player. Right. Now, Kepka, who probably is not the guy that's going to be hitting balls at 10 at night. It doesn't strike me as that type. No. He even says it. He goes, sometimes, you know, I don't need to practice the week of these majors. He goes, I'm here grinding for six hours. I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't need to do that. The day that uh, the news broke about DeChambeau and his caddy parting ways, Kepka sends out a tweet, him and his picture of his caddy, Ricky Elliott, saying, Quote, couldn't do it without my guy Rick, best friend and greatest caddy to do it, 100%. Ricky Elliott, appreciation day. Yeah, he's just poking at Bryson, yeah, <laughs> and having fun doing it. But, uh, yeah, and that's that's what's making news now as opposed to the golf, unfortunately. So, uh, But the feud between them, I think it's drawing people to golf, and it's, it's, it's somewhat fun. I just, like I said, I think he went just a little, yeah. He, any chance he gets to poke him, he pokes at him, that's for sure. And then, of course, it continued. Uh, Barstool gets in on the act saying, hey, not a big golfer here, but how often do caddies quit right before a tournament? Not asking for any particular reason, just curious. Kepka responds. He's it's putting the ball right on the tee. He said it just became Caddy Appreciation Day. So I do think it's peculiar yeah. the Wednesday before yes. for the Caddy to quit. Yeah. On a Sunday evening, maybe. The, the the Wednesday before, not necessarily. Well, Bryson has definitely been moody for sure. He had the remember he was tied for the lead at the US Open a few weeks ago, had a terrible back nine. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, basically just said like it was bad luck. And then kind of gave the attitude as if like well I want it already so I'm, I'm not the when asked like you know how upset or how, how bothered was he or annoyed by his quote bad luck he's like well I want it already so I'm over it and to me I didn't love that like you're telling me because you won the U.S. Open like you don't care about trying to win this again or other events like I don't know it just he's, he's a, he's he seems he seemed very pouty right there he's a different yeah. bird i found those comments off-putting also it's like yeah. it almost demeaned the event that it wasn't you know you're still grinding you're still trying to win you, you always think there's a chance you know you still want to finish third instead of fourth or whatever it is and it's almost like he just i almost felt like he kind of quit there you know because he knew he couldn't win and i'm gonna take my ball and go home kind of attitude i i found that off-putting as you know i'm not a huge fan i think what he does for golf is great though i mean he's drawing people in people love watching the bomb 
times. We're here talking about him every week instead of Tiger, you know, yep. which for years we just talked about Tiger every week. Now we're talking about these two guys. So he's good for golf, but I do wish he uh, I wish he had a little more uh, – uh, a little more never quit in him uh, in that event, especially. Yeah. So DeChambeau shoots 72-71, one under par, misses the cut for only the second time this year. Uh, but he employed Ben Showman, the director of tour operations for Cobra Golf, as his caddy for those two days. So we'll see if that continues. Um, again, no, DeChambeau's, that's a stopgap. That's, yeah. that's just for the weekend, I guarantee it. DeChambeau's manager said the split was mutual between him and Tucker, his caddy. Uh, we'll see if that goes on. But Tucker and DeChambeau together won eight tournaments as a team, of course, including last year's uh, U.S. Open. Uh, meanwhile, Phil Mickelson, who's there, who's been really getting a lot of TV time since his PGA Championship win, uh, he does make the cut. He makes it right on the number. Um, really said that a big reason why he's playing right now is to show that he can be in contention to try to make the Ryder Cup team, that he wants to show to Captain Steve Stricker, hey, I'm worthy of a, of a captain's pick. But totally said look if i don't get myself in contention here then he goes i shouldn't be picked so i'm curious that'll be curious to see what steve stricker does mickelson's playing a lot on the pga tour uh, you know i think people thought maybe he'd be playing more champions tour events but after he won the pga obviously he's getting a lot of attention as he should it's, it might be end up being the story of the year on on the pga tour his win at the pga but um you know he's making cuts he's He's being noticed because he's doing what Phil always does on the course, but um, he hasn't given himself a chance to win other than that one week where he ended up winning. So, let's unless he does something significant here, would you take him? Not at this point, unless he starts playing much better over the next three, four weeks, where he's he's really hot and he's rolling everything in and he's in contention. I, I don't think you take him. I mean, he's he's obviously any player he'd be a great player to have there's so many great players it's it's hard to pick but I think there's just guys that are that are playing so much better than him right now I know he had a great week and it was great for golf and it is fun to watch him and, and I understand why he's competing you know it's it's a lot more fun probably to compete on the PGA tour than the senior tour um, but I, I don't think you can pick him I mean if he what is he 17th on the list right now yep I mean he's if he got himself to 10th maybe or not you know if he got up there he's really gonna have to play well if I'm captain, to pick him because there's a lot of names in front of him. Well, you know. It's debatable. It is debatable now that I look at the list. I know. Let's make it official here. This is our uh, latest on the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup report brought to you by the Jumpa Agency, Main Street, and Clarence. The names around him, as you said, like, okay. Is it it name recognition or how good they're playing, too, you know? He's got name recognition. Mickelson is 17th. This year, the U.S. going with six captain's picks. Which is nice. And six automatics. Now, the automatics right now, I think we're all on the team anyway. It's DJ, it's Bryson, it's Morikawa, it's Kepka, it's JT, and it's Shoffley. I think those were all going to be, they were there anyway. So those are your top six. But now, okay, Reed is seven. Reed probably gets picked just because of his Ryder Cup history. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, now you've got Harris English, Patrick Cantlay. I think Cantlay would be, is going to get picked. He's Finau, Spieth. He's a questionable one for me right now. He's he's eleventh. You know, yeah, he had a good spring. I, he hasn't been too active lately, as far as good results, as far as I've noticed. Berger, Simpson, great. Yep. Scheffler, Horschel, Kokrak, and then Mickelson. So I mean, you got to get six in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought he was further down that list, I guess. And uh, you know, maybe you know he gets up to ten or twelve, and he's playing hot. Plus, he's played in so many of those, and what it would mean. Like when he was on the tee, or to have him as your partner would be a positive. You know, I guess as I'm talking through this, I might be changing my mind about having Phil on that uh, on that roster. And let's remember too, there you have to, you can't play everybody at the same time. Guys have to sit. Right. Mickelson likely, I would think, would not go twice ever in a day. So you know, unless he was playing hot all of a sudden, yeah. you know, got off to like a two and zero start. But uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, I, purely based upon golf, I wouldn't pick him. As of this moment here on July third, exactly, right? Yeah. So, but but if you want inspiration and I mean, you he, want, yeah, you're not going to have Tiger the in the room. So if you want, if you want a guy that's got the resume, some veteran leadership, if if you think you need it, yep. it, it plus he plays a game that the tour is playing now. He still hits it far. 
you yeah. know, and he, he seems like he'd be a pleasure to play with or a great partner to be paired up with. And if you're talking alternate shot, I mean, you can, I wouldn't feel so bad putting him in some funny spots, you know, because he'll, he'll get it up and down and oh, grind for sure. it out. Yeah. He, knows how, he knows how to handle that, definitely. Yeah, so, so he, he might be good in that format. I think I'm changing my mind as we go along. If if he can play and compete and let's get some top tens in the next couple of weeks or something, I, I, I'd consider it. Most of the uh, the tour players after this week, if they haven't already, will uh, be heading overseas. We're a few weeks away from the British Open. You've got the Irish Open and you know some of those other events, the Scottish Open, that some of the guys play in uh, before the Open Championship on July 17th. So we'll uh, we'll see. And Mickelson does usually play in a couple of those. We'll see if he continues his busy schedule to try to impress Captain Steve Stricker. Brian Colesiel, PGA Pro Jeff Bedis here on Tee to Green on WGR. Thanks for being with us. We're live at Pendleton Creek Golf Club here in North Tonawanda. Play already underway. Jeff, I know you love that, the early morning uh, rounds here. We were we pulled up here, you know, an hour before the show, around 6, 6 or so. People are already teeing off. Oh, yeah. Well, golf's an, golf's an early morning game. If you're in this industry, you know that. And uh, that's the best time of the day, I think. I love being one of the first players out when the dew is still a little moist out there. And, you, you know, you can play fast because there's nobody in front of you. And it's, the mornings are so nice in the, in the summer around here in western New York that it's a, it's a great time to play. And plus, people want to get home by a decent hour. So you play, you go out at 6, you're home by 1030. It's not a bad day. You can still cut your grass and do everything else you need to do. That's right. And a lot of people will have... Uh july 4th activities going on this weekend here right. too yep. and uh again we want to to our canadian listeners hope you had a good canada day on july 1st and of course independence day here in the u.s uh coming up uh, on sunday tomorrow mm, yeah right. it's july 4th already yep wow summer's here for sure all right uh we are going to be bringing in here in just a moment steve Beatty from custom turf custom turf jeff i know you're associated doing some work with them again this year and uh, I know you, you, after our show last week, you stopped by my uh, putting green in the backyard that I have. It, it's been uh, a good help for me getting better at those 10-footers and 5-footers, practicing, just getting used to having that length. Like, it's not as intimidating out on the course because I, I putt so often in my backyard with it. It's, well, plus I think it looks cool. It does yeah, look cool. And you get to chip and putt and your son gets to use it and adds value to your house. There's a lot of things that those uh, those putting greens, sound a lot of them, um, uh, a lot of them putting them in people love we just put one in last week up in uh in the city of buffalo and uh it was beautiful they took their whole backyard and put uh, fake grass and then uh put the putting green in it, it it came out really really good very cool all right for more on this custom turf again one of our presenting sponsors here on td green we bring in steve Beatty. steve good morning brian and jeff here back at pendleton creek how are you good good morning guys how are you guys we're great steve we we're Thanks just uh that. talking about talking about the putting green in my backyard i i love it uh my son loves it it's uh it's quite a hit when i have a f- some friends over too we uh we get s- we have a little light now i i i had a light on our back patio but i i twisted it so now it's not on the patio it's twisted so it faces right on the putting green so steve in the oh, summer perfect. now that it's so so nice out yes we've got some late night putting which uh, i'm sure i'm not the only one that's got lights on their custom turf green. not with the dean's daughter i hope yeah that's right <laughs> Yeah, excellent. Steve, tell us a little bit about the process. If for those that maybe have thought about getting a putting green in their yard, like what, or in their basement, like what's the process involved, and just uh, what are some of the things that they might want to think about if that's something that could be in their future? Uh, just as simple as reaching out to us either by phone or on the web at customturf.com. Um, we glad to come out and see what you have and. See how we might be able to improve your game. Well, Steve, you've process, designed really. Steve, you've designed hundreds of putting greens. Would that be hyperbolic? Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, I would yeah. say we're over the hundred marks for sure. Yeah, yeah. We've been last... going up for this is a, next year will be our twenty uh, fifth anniversary. How we ever made that long, I'm not sure, but next year will be twenty five years. Wow, congrats! That's awesome, Steve. For yeah. for those that um, maybe never even thought about it, like having a putting green in their yard, like is that that's a doable thing here in Western New York. And um, what, what are some of the, the unique things that you've done in, in people's yards uh, to kind of make their backyard space something that's very unique? Oh, we've done, like you say, putting, putting in golf is, was really what we got into it for long ago. But we, we can make part of your backyard a chipping area with a maybe a target green or just a putting green or maybe your 
dog has muddy feet, we can section it off so that you're, you have an area for your pet to go out and not get his feet all dirty and come in. And we put in bocce courts in backyards, uh, recreational areas. Lots of neat things we can do, combining all those things together to make a unique setting, I guess. You know, everybody wants a putting green in the yard until they have to do the work of maintaining a putting green and putting down the subsurface and getting the special mower and mowing it, you know, every other day or every day or whatever it takes to maintain it. That's what's nice about these greens is they, they just last for a very, very long time, and they look great, don't they, Steve? How's that for a setup yeah. for a question there, Steve? <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's a good one. I, really, there's not a lot of maintenance to them. It's good to have maybe a cheap vacuum on hand because you can vacuum up debris, branches, leaves that blow in, whatnot. And really, other than that, there's obviously no mowing or fungicide applications or fertilizer applications or anything. If you go away for a week, you don't have to worry about trying to find somebody to mow your green while you're gone because it's not going to grow. <laughs> Which is nice. Hey, the other thing, Steve, is you've been real active with the PGA Reach Foundation and giving money back from from purchases of putting greens and stuff to the foundation. And I know you're going to be uh, we're going to be hosting an event uh, down in Ellicottville this fall. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. We will uh, we'll be sponsoring the first annual custom turf par crawl, and we'll benefit the Western New York PGA Reach Foundation. It's going to be held Saturday, September, or sorry, not September, Saturday, October 2nd at various establishments in Ellicottville. We will have putting greens set up in each of the locations with live leaderboards at each. Uh, A $20 donation, which all money is going to go to the PGA Foundation. Uh, The $20 donation will serve as your entry fee into the putting challenge at the various locations, as well as entry into a a huge raffle drawing for a bunch of great prizes that are donated by various golf courses and businesses throughout the Western New York section. We've never done that before. It's a a first. We're hoping for a, a good first year, but time will tell here. But I'm excited about it. Yeah, I love the concept. So basically, you're setting up putting greens at all these bars, so you get to see the the indoor putting greens that we create. And then you go from bar to bar, have a beer, keep your score. It's, there's leaderboards, TVs with the scores for each person at each. That's cool. Going around from event to event, and yeah, and all the all of it's just raising money for a good cause. I think that that's going to be a lot of fun. And th- this was a great idea, Steve, that you came up with. Um, you've done a lot of this though in the past and helped out the foundation, and, and we really appreciate. Uh, being on the board for the foundation, we really appreciate everything that you do for the West New York PGA Reach Foundation. Excellent. I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, Steve, we, we uh, appreciate your support of Tee to Green here. And uh, I, of course, always talk about how I love my putting green in my yard. Uh, you can check out all of Steve and his company's work, customturf.com. Uh, again, we'll have more information about that great event to benefit the Reach Foundation going on forward. Uh, Steve's company, a local company based in Salamanca and uh, does work all across Western New York. Uh, so you can reach out to Steve, again, customturf.com. Jeff also does work through them. You can yep. reach out to Jeff here. I have a beautiful putting green in my basement, as you might guess. Yep, yes, of course you do. That's why you putt so well. That's right. And um, if you want to reach out to me, I'll get you in contact with Jeff or Steve. Uh, if you just want to have one of them come over and give you some possibilities on what it might look like in your space, whether it's outside in your yard uh, or in your basement or in a room in your house. What a cool, hey, you want to re-carpet your office? Why don't you turf it? Well, they can put some holes in there, give you something to putt with while you're in between your meetings on your computer, right? Yeah, and throw a bocce court in the backyard at the same time. I think Those that's a great fun. Yeah. If you can't grow grass around your kid's swing set, there you go. You can. Uh, we have turf can, for that too. You have yes. turf for that too. That's yeah. what. Steve, thanks again. Enjoy the uh, the holiday weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. You too. All right. Yep. Bye bye from Custom Turf joining us here on TD Green. We're live from Pendleton Creek Golf Club. We're going to take a quick time out when we come back. Uh, Jeff Kamian, one of the tournament directors from the International Junior Masters, a great event at East Aurora this past week. He's going to tell us the details in terms of how the finals played out yesterday. 
Uh, we still got to get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Kevin Sylvester from the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Got to get our fantasy winners in here from the month of June. Uh, our Duster Challenge registration's open. Information coming up on that. Lots to get to here as we roll on from the beautiful patio here at Pendleton Creek Golf Club. Corey Griswold producing back in our Amherst studios. PGA Pro Jeff Metis is standing by here with me. I'm Brian Colziel. More Tee to Green coming up live right after this on WGR. You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tee to Green coming up. Welcome back to Tee to Green. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. We're here at Pendleton Creek Golf Club in North Tonawanda. Beautiful day to be on their patio as uh, we're happy to be here. One of our home clubs on Tee to Green. As you heard, time for our check of the Champions Tour and the Dick's Sporting Goods Open going on not too far from here, down in Endicott, New York. That, of course, Jeff, you know about a little. Yeah, enjoy. Yep. Used to host a tour event, and I've been down there a couple times. Wonderful place to play. I heard it's in beautiful shape, and it's a wonderful time of year to be down there. Yeah, so if, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, what was it, about three hours from here? I would say three hours. Three hours yeah. down to the course there. Yep. Uh, Wes Short Jr. is your leader through one round. Three-round event, uh, minus six, not surprising. Bernhard Langer, when he's playing, he seems to always put himself in contention. Uh, he is one shot back at minus five, along with Cameron Beckman. Uh, some other bigger names, David Toms, former PGA champion. Mm -hmm. He's tied for fourth. Uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez, also tied for fourth, amongst a huge group at four under par, but... Uh, you know, the usual names are there. You see past major champions, Corey Pavin, Darren Clark, uh, Kenny Perry. Uh, these guys, you know, that we see Vijay Singh, Colin Montgomery. They're all uh, Retief Goosen, a two-time U.S. Open champion. John Daly's playing. So there's big, the, a lot of the big names on the Champions Tour are there. So if you're looking for something golf-related to do this weekend, not too far to head down to Endicott and uh, check out the Champions Tour players. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful walk to walk that golf course, too, in the hills there. Joy Sindel, our tour player, that was his home course growing up, if I'm not mistaken. A bunch of tour players came out of that, that club, actually, in that area. All right, we move on here from Pendleton Creek Golf Club. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. We bring in now another guest. We've got a lot of guests today. Jeff Kamian, one of the tournament directors from the International Junior Masters out at East Aurora Country Club where the event was held this past week. We were there last week for our show and uh, talked with some of the players. It was a great time. And uh, Jeff, good morning. I know today hopefully a day for you that you can take a breath from a, uh, a long week. And uh, it was the first year for the girls' division, too, to be introduced and uh, you've got yourself a new champion, Mariana Mizonis. And if, I've, if, I'm, if I said that wrong, correct me, but uh, how was it for the first year to have the girls playing in the event? It, it, was, uh, it was different, but it was, it was wonderful to, to watch them. And uh, they, uh, they can really, really strike the ball well. And, uh, and they hit a lot of fairways. It, it, it was, it, it, even though they, and they, while they hit a lot of fairways, they, they put the ball out there. Uh, I would say you know somewhere between 225 and 250, and uh, and a lot of times right in the middle of the fairway. Do we lose him, Jeff? Are you there? Hello. Okay, here, we got you. We got you. Tell I us. Guess, t go ahead. I got a quick. I, um, the the boys' division went to a playoff. Tell me, tell us a little. It sounded like it was a really exciting finish there in the playoff for the boys' division. Oh, it, it it was well. We were we were thankful that we we actually got to play. Uh, we uh, we had a one hour and forty five minute rain delay yesterday, uh, and uh, the championship match was on the sixth hole when when we had to to call play, and we just kept watching the radar and watching the radar, and we were uh, thankful to get going again, and. Uh, um, and it was uh, Sean Colella uh, from Syracuse against uh, Rafael Estrada, who uh, is a 15-year-old from Mexico, and uh, both really excellent players. And, and uh, uh, after the after the delay, uh, Rafael jumped on him a little bit, and I think it was through through 11, he was actually three up, and uh, looked like we might have a short. Uh, shorter match, but then uh, uh, Sean was able to uh, win 12, 14, and 15 to square the match. 
uh, and then on 16 he he gave gave it back he was he was down one and then uh, had a clutch uh, par on 18 to continue the match and uh, the 19 we, we, we continued to play on on the 18th hole because we probably had close to 200 people around the green watching which was uh, really cool and kind of surprising considering the, the weather delay that we had. Uh, and Sean uh, finally won on the 20th hole when he hit his approach shot to about two inches. It, it, it looked like it was going to go in. It, it hit a little bit of a bank. It just kept rolling and rolling and, uh, and stopped two inches short of the hole. And, uh, and uh, Raphael actually had about an eight-foot uh, putt to uh, to try and continue the match, but just would buy on the top side. So, uh, but an excellent excellent match. We didn't finish playing till probably after seven thirty last night. Well, it's a good thing, obviously, this time of year you have plenty of daylight to get that in. But uh, Sean Colella comes the becomes the sixty eighth international junior masters championship uh, champion. And uh, we mentioned it last week here uh, when we were on our show out at East Aurora. Um, some names that are kind of up and coming on the PGA Tour uh, right now, like Abraham Anser, Sebastian Munoz, uh, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes. I mean, these guys have recently played uh, in the International Junior Masters. So some of the names that maybe we saw this weekend playing, uh, who knows, we'll get a chance maybe to see them someday on the Pro Tour. But, uh, Jeff, before we let you go here, I know uh, this this year, again, dealing with some of the COVID restrictions that happened, uh, I know, though I, I guess on air I will say congratulations to you and uh, Paul O'Brien and the rest of the tournament directors and David Jones and Drew Thompson, everybody out there. Uh, I know that you guys are very proud of that event, and uh, it's a great local thing that happens every year on the calendar here in western New York. So uh, here's your chance to go ahead and, and boast. <laughs> we, you guys do such a great job with that event, so congratulations again. Yeah, thanks, Brian. It, we we really had a uh, we had a great week. Uh, we had uh, we felt like we almost went from uh, summer to fall on, on uh, Tuesday. We had a heat index close to 100, and it felt like yesterday after the rain. You know, we had a wind chill almost. It, 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 but uh, it, we had an excellent week. We dodged the rain except for yesterday, and uh, and we had. Uh, produced two, I think, very worthy champions, and we look forward to next when we can uh, welcome uh, many more of our Canadians and our Colombian friends and our Australian friends and expand on uh, the other uh, international and, and national relationships we made this year. Jeff, thanks again for coming on. Uh, I know that uh, today was... Hopefully a good rest day for you. Congrats again on a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon right here on Tee to Green. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Jeff Kamian, one of the tournament directors from the International Junior Masters, joining us here. So uh, the uh, the boys' division winner, Sean Colella, he said from Syracuse, and uh, the female winner of the inaugural girls' division, uh, Mariana Mazenos. So, congratulations to them. And local uh, Anthony Delasante led in the qualifying portion. Very fine player. He was my prediction to win. I was a little disappointed that he didn't take it home, but uh, but a great event they have there, and it's good to see it uh, come back after the COVID year and do so well. Absolutely. All right, uh, moving on here. Let's give away some prizes. How about that, Jeff? You're in a giving mood. I'm always in a giving mood. Right. So yes. our fantasy league's got about 145 people in our. Tee to Green Fantasy League. Each month we give away prizes, and this month first place goes to Jim Fazio. Congratulations to Jim. He uh, wins a stay and play VIP package courtesy of Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. So we thank Batavia Downs for their obviously uh, support of this contest. Jim gets a free night in their new hotel, a free dinner of $100 value at one of the casino restaurants, and then free play money at the casino. Yeah, he had to beat a lot of people to win that, and it was a tough month for picks, I thought. So good for good on him. That was yeah. very good. 
Kevin Gibson finished in second place. Uh, we thank the folks over at Glen Oak. They donated the foursome, so uh, Kevin and three of his buddies get a chance to go enjoy Glen Oak Golf Club in Amherst. Free golf's the best golf. That's yes. right. Yep. And our third place winner, Arthur DeVries, he wins a prize package courtesy of Jim Beam. Oh, not a bad gift either. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So That's why you want to join this. That's why you want to get involved. That's There's right. still time. That's right. Yeah. So uh, we uh, will. everybody that's in the Fantasy League, you made your new pick for July. We started over. Now July is a brand new month, and we'll have three great new prizes coming again your way on our uh, Tee to Green Fantasy League. Speaking of other great things going on, our Tee to Green annual Duster Challenge is now reaching its fifth year. In a reboot, though. It's been rebooted. That's right. It'll be at Glen Oak Golf Course this year, Saturday, August 21st. I'll send out the link here uh, during our upcoming commercial break. If you can sign up, uh, we got a handful of people to sign up yesterday. Um, it's a 18-hole putting event, and after we're going to have up to 72 participants in it. We're going to take the top 16, go into match play, kind of like the International Junior Masters does, and then play little nine-hole matches to get it down to our champion. We've got a great putter, the Mark Pacer putter, yep. Memorial putter. It's great. One of the best trophies around. That's right. And we've yep. got other good prizes to give away. And the whole night, we're going to have a 50-50 raffle. We're going to have other foursomes and other great idea, uh, giveaways that you can get in on on this raffle. You're going to have food, drinks. We're going to have music going on. The lights will be on in the putting green at Glen Oak. Uh, but it's a good time just to come and hang out. It's only $30, and it's a donation uh, to the PGA Reach Foundation. We heard Steve Beatty earlier from Custom Turf talk about his event benefiting the Reach Foundation. Can, Jeff, can you just quickly again, for those that maybe don't know what the Reach Foundation is all about, yeah, tell us it's, what, uh, what that money would do. That money helps. Uh, we have three three pillars. It's uh, inclusion and diversity, junior golf, and our veterans program. So um, we run a PGA Hope program. There's a bunch of junior stuff that we do. There's it, it's, it's grown. Our foundation has grown over the years and, and done very well. And all those monies go to help people help us uh grow the game of golf in those three areas and that and that's the goal and that's we've been doing a very good job of it i have to say as we as our revenues grow each year we do more and more and more it's uh i'm very very proud of that foundation well you can sign up we'd love to have you it's a fun night of putting you don't have to be an expert golfer to be there it's essentially yeah if if, if you have a putter you can play oh yeah steve Bate will be there uh one of the tough competitors mr barkowski steve's father just walked by us he's in that event each year he's, he's a member here at penalty yeah, Creek. he's a very very good putter we had charlie fisher at the junior masters who won that event one year that was a great time he um, won it yeah two years ago i think two, yeah, three years ago maybe yeah before the covid and that's right what it is is it's just a fun night out to be outside in, in, a, in a little putting contest and it's it's a great time and as we always say the commentary of uh, me you and kevin here oh that's we're, that's priceless we should charge twice as much for that i yes, agree yes <laughs> <laughs> we do like to pick on people maybe a little bit when they're putting, but that's part of the deal. That's part of the fun. Yeah. And everybody, you know, you have We're a good not time. teasing you. It doesn't, means we don't like you. That's yeah. right. Let's, uh, let's finish this segment here with our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Uh, I want to ask you about, because this is where I play, mm-hmm. a lot of the greens slope from front to back, meaning the back is the higher end of the green, the, the, the front's the lower end. Push-up greens. Yeah. Yep. So a decent, because you know me, I hit all my shots pin high. Right. Right. Well, distance control's a strength. Correct. Yes. So you get a lot of these side-breaking putts, mm-hmm. and the speed, especially when it breaks away from me being a right-hander left to right, like, those are tough putts. So when we talk a little bit about that, like, just what are some keys there when you're, you kind of got, like, a side slope? Straight uphill, straight downhill, there's obviously some keys to that, but how about a side slope lie? What are some thoughts on that? And I know a lot of it still goes back to thing that you always talk about all the time, and that's speed, right? Yeah, speed's going to be more important. And you can pick 25 different lines on a breaking putt and make it based on your speed, obviously. So when you have these big breakers, I'd like to visualize the hole, the ball going into the hole at a at a different angle. So if I'm looking at the hole and noon or oh, is at the top there, yeah. um, I imagine it coming in at three o'clock or 
you know, whatever it might be. So it's, I, I try to visualize it dropping in that top edge of the hole. I also am going to pick, people tend to have too little break on breaking putts. So if you, if you think there's a lot of break, play a little bit more. You'd rather be what they call missing the pro side or the high side because your ball has a chance to go in longer. It keeps your interest longer. Mm -hmm. um, so speed is going to be more important. I pick, I visualize, it's gonna, visualization would be very, very important. Um, you know, I don't like to see a lot of practice swings on the golf course, but I do like when someone's over the ball and they've got a difficult putt. They're trying to gauge their speed their speed with their practice strokes so take a few extra practice strokes use a little visualization try to you know see the line that the ball is going to travel on and match your stroke to that and and most people just visualize the ball going in or trying to get it close i'm literally trying to visualize what speed the ball is going to trickle in and where it's going to trickle in but once again it, it all boils down to speed so trust your line trust your speed visualize it going in and make a confident stroke when i'm playing here one thing that i sometimes find tough is on those side sloping, you know, breakers. Mm -hmm. When someone will ask me, like, "Oh, Brian, what do you think here? Like, should I one cup out, two cup out? You know, mm -hmm. whatever, left edge." Or what? And your answer said it. Like, well, you could do all those. Like, yes. that's the thing is that I don't know how hard you're going to hit it. Exactly. I, I could, I could tell you how to hit it straight right in the middle of the cup too mm -hmm. if you hit it hard. But mm -hmm. like, that's the thing that's really tough. And I'm sure guys have played in scrambles or or you go and play at someone else's place and they're like, "Hey." What, tell me what to do with the break here. But I get a that. lot of times that answer is almost impossible to give because you don't know how they're, how they're going to hit it. I get that all the time. Hey, bro, come read this for me. Well, what kind of speed are you going to hit it with? Right. You know, and then the other thing I'm trying to do on those big breakers is there's a point on the green I'm trying to roll my ball to. So, like, I'm not necessarily looking at the hole. I'm looking at a ball mark or a, a change in the color of the grass, and that's my target, not the hole. So I'm, I'm picking a different target, and then I'm focusing on speed. And like I said, if you're going to read it, you might hit it with a completely different speed, or you might see something different than I do. And if I tell you something, it may mess up your confidence. So I don't want to give you a bad read when I'm seeing something completely different. But those big breakers, it's about speed, visualization, and, and picking an intermediate target maybe. Okay, good advice. You can get great advice from any of your Western New York PGA pros. You want to get started in golf? WNYPGA.com is the uh, a great start, a great spot to start. Uh, you can also contact Jeff uh, if Jeff is not near where you live and you want to start to take lessons or, or meet with a PGA pro for the first time. Uh, you can contact Jeff. You can contact Steve Barkowski, the executive director of the Western PGA. Uh, they'll get you hooked up with your local PGA professional. It's the best spot in terms of getting started in golf, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for your kid. Uh, it's the best spot to do to get yourself going in that yeah, direction. Yeah, don't teach your better half to play golf. Let someone who knows how to do it do it. Absolutely. Okay, time out here from Pendleton Creek. Our busy show rolls on. We're going to uh, go live to Detroit. Kevin Sylvester, he's working the Rocket Mortgage Classic for PGA Tour Radio. He'll join us next here on Tee to Green, along with Jeff Medes. I'm Brian Colziel, Corey Griswold, producing in our Amherst studios. Thanks for being with us here. We're live at beautiful Pendleton Creek Golf Club in North Tonawanda, and we're back with more Tee to Green right after this on WGR. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. Welcome back here to Pendleton Creek Golf Club in North Tonawanda. We're on the beautiful patio. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. And as you heard, it is time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, the Rocket, Rocket Mortgage Classic going on in Detroit, Michigan. Joaquin Neiman and Tom Lewis are tied for the lead. 10 under par through two rounds. Both Neiman and Lewis shot 69s yesterday. A uh, three-way tie for second. Troy Merritt, Chris Kirk, and Max Homa are all at minus nine. Other big names, well, we mentioned some of them already. Bryson DeChambeau missing the cut. Uh, Phil Mickelson making the cut on the number. Uh, Jason Day, former master, or former major champion, I should say, at the PGA. He is uh, four under par. Mickelson makes the cut on the number at minus three. Bubba Watson does as well. He's at minus three. But your leaders, Neiman and Lewis at minus 10. And working this week very hard for PGA Tour Radio. You can hear him, of course, on Sirius or XM, is uh, our very own Kevin Sylvester from T to Green. And he is in Detroit. Good morning, Kevin. How are we doing this morning? Doing well, Bri. And, uh, you know, I saw some of the photos from the grand opening uh, for Pendleton Creek and, and the new pub and everything. And everything looks awesome. So congrats to uh, the new ownership group and uh, Don Schneider and everybody there. Yep, it was. I was here late for for me. I was <laughs> Kevin. I was here past ten p.m. That's late for me. Oh. You know that. Wow, oh, come on now. I know. 
<laughs> rebellious, I know. Yeah, he's a he's a wild and crazy guy that but kills you. Who is here for, right bright and early setting up as you right? were, yep. As he just wa- want to make sure my dedication is there. He's a professional. That's yeah. right. All right, Kevin, speak. You are the MVP of the team. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. All right, well, I was I'm going to I was going to ask you about Neiman and Lewis at the top, but are we, is people still talking about Bryson and his caddy for? I mean, it, and then he leaves yesterday. And is that still the biggest story right now? Well, it's, it certainly is. Uh, you know, a, a big story uh, that it, I mean, you know, caddies and, and players split all the time. I mean, it's uh, you know they're together quite a bit, but they're together a lot. Bryson and Tim Tucker. I mean, a lot. Um, you know, Bryson's pretty demanding all the range time that he put it uh, puts in. You know they've got it. Uh, you know the timing, though, of it uh, just strange. I mean, the, the night before, so obviously uh, there was just something that was like, okay, you know, it, it's time to go here. Um, they had right. a big match coming up with Phil, uh, so that that's interesting. I will say this: um, first of all, Ben Showman, the, the Cobra Tour rep, who is getting from biggest smile in the world on his face, <laughs> saying hello to me, uh, you know, walking by and everything. Just he was enjoying himself out there caddying. And I thought Bryson played quicker, played much quicker. Now, didn't make the cut, but uh, just, a, just a note. And he's leaner, by the way. Seeing him for the first time in person, uh, he's at least 15 pounds lighter, at least. Do you think he's playing quicker because the caddy change? Uh, could be, yeah. I mean, you know, not, well, I mean, uh, the caddy doesn't know. It's just, you know, you hear the Tim Tucker and, Bryson, when they talk, I mean, they go over all these angles and stuff, and it was just Bryson doing it himself, essentially. Uh, man, that's a lot to put on somebody just uh, you know, on the bag to start talking about degrees of the, uh, descent on a, on a putting surface. So, yeah, I think uh, he played quicker because he was doing it uh, mostly alone. Kevin Sylvester from the Rocket Mortgage Classic. He's working for PGA Tour Radio this weekend, where you can listen to him on the broadcast. All right, Kevin, how about uh, Phil Mickelson? He makes the cut on the number. He's t- he was asked this week about trying to make the Ryder Cup, and he says, i got to get more in contention. Um, making the cut on the numbers probably not what he's thinking about. Um, he still probably, though, is the story of the year on the PGA Tour with his win at the PGA Championship. Uh, Jeff and I were debating earlier when we did our Ryder Cup report of whether or not I would take him or not if, uh, if I was making the six captain's choices. Uh, where's his game at, and um, do, you, do you think he's right? Like, does he have to get more in contention in – normal events here for Stricker to take his pick seriously. Yeah, I, I agree with him. Um, you know, take away the, <laughs> I'm saying take away the PGA championship. It's a big one to take away. Yeah. Right. It's a big one to take away. But um, if, if I asked you who has, who has a better season going, Joaquin Neiman or Phil Mickelson, when you look at it overall, it's Neiman. Okay. You know, lost in a playoff, uh, a Kapalua, uh, you know, more points, uh, made more cuts, all all that stuff. But Phil won the PGA Championship. He won a major. I don't think you can ignore that uh, because the Ryder Cup is like a major. So I think that's got to factor in when it comes to the captain's picks. You think you'd pick him? Yeah, you're the captain right now. If, if making the decision yeah. today, are you taking Phil? Yes, I would. I'd take Phil. I, you know, I, I think all of his experience, all that he knows about golf. Uh, you know what he what he brings to the, the team room and what he can help a partner out there with, and uh, you know his his distance is still certainly there. Guys, you know he's unbelievable. He's handled all the pressure. Yeah, I take him. Kevin, let's finish here quick for those that are going to watch the weekend coverage or maybe listen to you uh, on PGA Tour Radio here. Uh, just one quick nugget about the co- the course, uh, something unique or something that we should be watching for this weekend. Well, it is it is so soft, Brian. I mean, the, all the rain they got here, and you know, we got delayed in uh, round one uh, for several hours. Um, you know, I don't know where they put all the water in this golf course. I mean, the maintenance team out there with the squeegee, squeegeeing fairways. Um, I was just walking down six and seven yesterday. Uh, you know, look at a line. I'm like, man, I can't believe how soft uh, this golf course is there. So. Um, it, it is is just wet, but I'll tell you what, it is very tight. A very tight driving golf course uh, with, with these tall, mature trees and the Donald Ross uh, design. A good old style uh, a golf club there, and the fans, boy, the fans are out on full force there, and it's great to see uh, you know here in Detroit. It's going it's to be a fun weekend. Are they playing the ball down, or is it too wet to play the ball down? They've played it up so far. I don't know if they're playing it down uh, today or not. 
But they played it up the first two days. Excellent. Explain everybody real quick oh, for those yeah. up uh, and down, just uh-huh. just in case somebody doesn't know what that means. Yeah, it, up means they get to touch their ball and move it in the fairway if they, you know, if they're if there's like mud on it or yeah. something or plugs. It's right. lift clean in place. Yeah. Uh, and and down means you're just not touching your golf ball at all. Okay, good. Well, Kevin, enjoy the weekend. We'll be listening. Happy July Fourth, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, everybody stay safe this weekend, but have fun. That's right. Thanks, Kev. All right, see you. So yeah, Kevin Sylvester from the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Again, you can listen to him on PGA Tour Radio. Does he have a cool job or what? He gets to travel around, follow the tour players, walk inside the ropes, watch them hit, you know, talk to them afterwards. He's got a cool gig. I thought you meant the part where <laughs> well, when, he, when he's not working for PGA Tour Radio that he's with us on the well, show. Well, that's assumed. <laughs> you know, this, this is the dream job right here. Yes. Right, being on TV. Yeah. Well, it's a, a dreamy day to play golf, for sure. It's nice out. It uh, is going to be a great holiday weekend. And to echo Kevin's comments, happy July 4th to everybody. Be safe. Be smart. Yeah. Don't ruin your golf game by burning your hand or blowing a finger off. So right. just And think of your dogs this week. <laughs> you have a dog. I have a dog. Dogs do not like fireworks. So, you know, if your neighbor's dog is going nuts, be a little aware of that, will you? I yeah. agree. Yeah. Well said. Yes. Have awareness. Yes. As we say with pace of play on the course, yeah. have awareness around uh, with the groups around you. Please do so the same with whatever you're july 4th activities are yeah my dog's usually pretty mellow he does not like july 4th fireworks let's just put it that way (laughs) if you want to sign up for our duster putting challenge i just tweeted out the link at brian wgr you can check it out there and a big thanks to everybody here at pendleton creek golf club for uh, having us here again on their beautiful patio if you want to hold an event here uh, golf wise maybe you have a charity function that you do or you raise money for your program uh, you can contact pga pro don schneider here the uh, email address, it's very easy, don at pendletoncreek.com. Uh, you can also contact Don, too. Uh, he'll set you up with the event staff here. If maybe you want to have a, an event here out on the beautiful patio or in the great pub inside, uh, you can contact Don as well, don at pendletoncreek.com. Okay, Jeff, happy July 4th. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Nice long weekend. Yes, for all those that will have Monday off. Yeah, play chance a little to, extra golf, right? Chance to play some extra golf, for yeah. sure. Uh, thank you for listening. Corey Griswold back in our Amherst studios, our great producer. Thank you, Corey. And for all of our guests, Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Camion from the International Junior Masters, Steve Beatty from Custom Turf, everybody here at Pendleton Creek, and PJ Pro Jeff Metis. My name is Brian Colziel. I thank you for listening. T to Green, hope you can be with us every Saturday right here at 7 a.m. on WGR Sports Radio 550. Enjoy your holiday weekend, everyone. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Bean. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 